Okay. You guys ready? <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, I guess not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast. My name is David Shockley. And I'm Morgan Miller. And our special guest today is one of my favorite people to have on the podcast. Uh, He just wrote his second book titled Gargoyle. Uh, Both this and his first book have been completely self-published. We have Chris Slayton with us today. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. Uh, Happy to be back. I really appreciate it. We're happy to have you back. We love having you on the show. Yeah, I see you guys are doing big things. Still listening to you guys. You guys got... Models, race car drivers, comedians, probably a bomb diffuser guy. I don't know. That I'm should kidding. be next. <laughs> that should be the next one. We just have a circus you guys of people are coming me right in now. I'm happy for you guys and proud of you guys. Oh, thank you. And oh, happy to see you. Morgan on here too. I'm loving the contrast for uh, her being the new co-host, mm-hmm. and I hope you stick around. She's looking at Dave. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be like, I won't, and I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm leaving. <laughs> I just get up and I close the door real loud. Mic drop. This is the moment that Morgan's like, actually, I would like to say this moment that I'm leaving. Yeah. Gets up, (laughs) drops the beer, and leaves. Uh, I always love having you on the show, Chris, because you have a a skill that I learned very early on that I do not have, which is writing stories. And whether it be fictional or non-fictional, I learned very early on that that just wasn't for me and it wasn't going to work. Do you remember those like standardized tests that you had to take in in school oh yeah the dstp yeah Delaware. yeah yeah <laughs> do you ever remember the writing prompts that you had to do where they're yeah. just like write a short story oh yeah yeah i love those those are my favorite i didn't like the critical thinking one because mm-hmm. that one you just gotta you have to keep reading the same shit over and over and over yeah but the writing thing you have a problem and then you can just write out how to solve it i love those me too. I always, I hated the writing prompts. But again, that's because I, that's kind of how I figured it. I was like, I am not good at this. I dreaded <laughs> those moments. For some reason, all of my stories involved birds, mm. which was like the most boring animal to pick. Yeah. Do you remember, Morgan, do you remember those tests? I do, but I only remember the critical uh, thinking part. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The one where you had to reread the passage like 80,000 times to write about it. They were so, they were horrible. I remember you get like, it's, it's a scale of one to five. On what you can get in your rating. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time in high school, I got a five for the writing part, and it was it was about like how there's nothing new under the sun, and you know like when it comes to storytelling, and they said you know compare two or three different stories and how none of the uh, how one has taken from the other, and I did uh I completely bashed the Aragon series, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know that after I bashed it years later, people they didn't take a they didn't take a look at my DSTP thing, but a lot of people had the same thoughts. Like, hey man, this is this is basically Star Wars with dragons, and I, and I said that I was like, you know, this is like how Aragon's like kind of copies from Star Wars, which Star Wars at times has copied from Superman, um, in a sense, and. Yeah, uh, I got a five out of that. I'm like, wow, I got a five out of five in writing for being a hater. This is great. This is awesome. <laughs> this is the dream. This is even better. To th- <laughs> this is even better to think for you because I remember these tests when I was like ten or like eight years old. So I imagine you just like critically analyzing like the differences of like Star <laughs> Wars and Aragon. Yeah, and you're like, damn, that's a fucking smart eight year old. He said in high school. 
Yeah, but I imagine school. he was eight years old in high school. You were a very smart kid, I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart guy was based yeah. off of me. Remember that, Disney? <laughs> 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 well, we are going to start the podcast off the same way we start off every single podcast. We're going to have ourselves a little bit of a drink. Are you okay with that, Chris? Oh, yeah, this is the reason why I came here, man. Uh, I don't have any <laughs> alcohol in my house, so. Yeah, actually, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you had, uh, what, what did you have for breakfast before I you got here? I had two Guinness beers for breakfast, the extra stouts with the ball inside that you always try to get out, but you can never get. America, no, that is, that's, that's my a, breakfast. That's a perfect breakfast. Yeah. But what do we have today? What are we drinking today, Morgan? Well, we'll be doing a shot of New Amsterdam vodka, and then we'll be drinking Miller High Lifes as our drink. The champagne of beers. The champagne of beers. Uh, I would like to cheers this this podcast a little bit differently than we have uh, the last few times. I actually want to give a little bit of a shout out to uh, some fans that wrote into us, uh, Harry and his 16-year-old son. So if you're listening, uh, don't drink until you're 21, but cheers. Oh, fuck. That went down pretty smooth for me today, actually. I mean, I'm already like four drinks in, so it didn't hurt too much. Is that Smirnoff? New Amsterdam vodka. New Amsterdam vodka. Sorry, thank you. That's really smooth. I was like, "This is." I've had Smirnoff in a while, but Smirnoff got smooth. But it makes sense now. It's New Amsterdam. (laughs) Do you have like? Everybody knows that there's certain alcohol that you don't drink anymore. That maybe you drank at like that college time, like right when you started drinking. It was the cheap shit that you couldn't because you couldn't afford anything else. What was your like drink that you would that you drank back then that you would never drink now? Uh, well, for beer, it's uh, Keystone. And Natty Light. Natty Light. Yep. A Can't classic. drink it. Both taste like piss. For alcohol, it's Burnett's. Oh. That oh, tastes like acid. Oh, no. They always try to get you with the different flavors of acid, too. Like, oh, this is right? acid with a sprinkle of lemon. I'm like, it's still acid, dude. It sucks. <laughs> now, Morgan, you're a little younger. Do you, do you have any alcohol that you used to drink that you wouldn't drink anymore? No. I just still drink all of it. Whatever's available? Yep. Nice. We were You were the last kind of one of our friends group to turn 21, I think. So... I we treated you pretty well right there at the beginning. Right. So I, she's never experienced cheap cheap alcohol. I don't think. Um, only one time, my prom night, I had a black cherry vodka, and I I didn't get really sick that night. It was like the very next night I got very uh, very very sick. Mm. I threw up all over the inside of my boyfriend at the time's car. Oh. Like I wasn't tall enough to put my head out the window. He had uh. It's not a Buick, it's a Chevy, but it's like, the nickname's The Boat. Okay, every, Caprice, every... that's what it is. Perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I couldn't put my head out, so I just threw up straight down the side of it. Oh. Not even, like, out the window either. Just hey, straight down. Those cars are so big, I'm impressed that you managed to throw up outside of the car. Because there's just, just, there's so much room on the inside. To get to the window, you gotta crawl. I threw up down the side on the inside. Oh, no. You didn't even make it. Nope. Didn't make oh, it. I think you meant on the outside. No. Oh, no. You have to show me this car, man, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking about that, that 70s show car that Kelso had. That's a good envisionment. Just it's like, like okay. big I thought okay. He, I thought he had like a van. I honestly No, I think it was a van, yeah. I was going to say, I just watched that and he had a van. Oh, oh. shit. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so with your new book, have reading it, you can tell that you definitely have uh, superhero and comic book influences in the book. That was a heavy influence on you writing the book. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, definitely. Which one of your favorite superheroes? Um, Well, for a long time, it was Batman. Batman. Growing up. Yeah. That was, love that was Batman. Loved it. Um, Actually, when I was a kid, there was the two shows growing up. They had, uh, no, I'm sorry, the three shows. The Super Friends and then Superman and it had Batman. 
And I remember as a kid, at first I didn't like Batman. I was actually afraid of Batman as a kid. Oh I didn't want to watch it. I was like, yo, who's this dude beating up on people? And who's the kid with him? He was with, a, it was with no pants. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. Something's not right. I don't feel safe. But Holy then, but then you know, I got I got a little older, and I'm like, yo, this guy's actually competing. No, not competing, but keeping up with like you know these giants, these yeah. godlike characters, like you know, Superman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Hawk Girl, and so that was a little badass of him to like to do. And he's you know slowly became one of my favorite characters. That like it's not his strength or his power; it's his will and his grit and his his empathy for others and his mm-hmm. sympathy for others that makes him a superhero. So you so you know quite a lot about Batman. Oh, like. yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that is convenient. Oh, yeah? Because <laughs> I would like to present to you the Maximum Mediocrity official pop quiz for Batman. Uh, I fell into this. This. <laughs> <laughs> what happened if I would have said Nick Fury? <laughs> You're uh, like, oh, and shit. <laughs> Got nothing. I, ha- I would have had nothing. I'd be like, well, Batman's kind of like Nick Fury, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of superheroes, Batman. <laughs> and you know quite a lot. And, and so this quiz, normally I, I try to kind of tailor it a little bit okay. to maybe make it a little easier. But this one uh, is a little bit more no holds barred. So I hope oh, you shit. are ready. All right. Morgan, would you mind helping me keep score? Okay. So just keep the, the number zero in mind. You just said hardcore, so... Yeah, it's a little hard. <laughs> so for the people at home that maybe haven't uh, heard the show before, I want to let them know how this game works. And just in case you forgot, Chris, is the way this game works is that I have five questions for you. If you manage to get at least three correct, then me and Morgan, as the creators of this podcast, and of the quiz, we have to do a shot. Actually, Morgan had nothing to do with the quiz, so she just gets punished. <laughs> But if you fail to get at least three correct, then you have to take the additional shot. All right. Do you agree to these terms? Oh, yeah. And let it be said. So, Chris, are you ready? Ready. For the Batman quiz? Yes. Let's do it. Wait, first question. If I mess up, uh, do you guys pick it? Like, the drink is going to be like tequila or something It's going to be that that right there. It's going to be that right there. It's going to be the New Amsterdam vodka again. Gotcha. If you would like something else, we'd be happy to oblige. No, no, no. I'll stay consistent. Question one. Who voiced Batman in seven different cartoon series? Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy is correct. Ding, ding, ding. He's on the board. Also, my favorite Batman iteration is Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy that voice, the best. That voice is amazing. Question two. You're on the board. You're doing good so far. All right. Don't get cocky, though. <laughs> see, you see that cheeky smile he's got, Morgan? <laughs> Very cheeky. When was the first Batman movie released? Was it... 1966, 1948, or 1943? I hope that's correct because I did not fact check these questions. (laughs) Question three, one in the name. What is the penguin's real name? Uh, I have multiple choice. Oswald Cobblepot. Fucking got it. Oswald Cobblepot. That is correct. That was an easy one. I even knew that one. Really? I didn't know that one. That's why I picked it. 
In high school, I was very into the Batman. Ooh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. I was very into I have the Batman shirt to prove it. You do have the Batman shirt? Mm-hmm. Did, did, uh, did you get, like, at the time, was, like, liking Batman, was it a cool thing or was it kind of like a nerdy thing? Um, maybe Porque No Los Dos. Um, it was cool amongst my friends, but I was, like, kind of not well-liked in high school. I got picked on a little bit. So you maybe you're the reason why some people don't like Batman just because you were associated with it. That might be it. <laughs> maybe nobody said anything, but definitely everybody talked about me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, they never said anything to my face, but there were rumors. Oh, man, fuck that. Right? Fucking kids are hard. Oh, um, I had a rumor in high school where uh, I was gay. I believe it. I, I believe didn't. it. Damn. I really believe it. You're not gay? No, no, no. Oh. Really. Man. Just kidding. Well, man. there goes half of my questions. Yeah, you, you, you suck one dick, and then all of a sudden... Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember in high school, yeah, I had a rumor that I was gay because I did, there was a certain girl that I just didn't want to like date or get with, and all of a sudden that makes you gay. I'm like, but no. was she cute? No. Oh, oh that's no, probably that's why. That's yeah. where it came from. And yeah. then she was like, he's gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not that there's anything wrong with being gay. Oh, just no. so we're clear for any listeners. <laughs> totally fine to be gay. You can suck as many dicks as you want. Yeah. Go for it. It's like the same thing. Like someone just came up to me and said, hey, man, uh, I heard you're Mexican. No, no, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with being Mexican, but I'm not. Speaking of Mexicans. Yes. This next question has nothing to do with Mexicans. <laughs> question four. Who writes the current Batman comic issues? Oh, man. Is it? Do you want me to give you a hint? Yes, please. <laughs> and I apologize if I am... Uh, Improperly pronouncing these. Brian Azarello? Azarello? Yeah. Brian Azarello? Jeff Johns? Scott Snyder? Uh, Brian Azarello. Brian Azarello, final answer. Yes, final answer. That is incorrect. It, oh. was, it is Scott Snyder. Scott That's Snyder. the one I guessed. Oh, okay. I had no idea. I just yeah. guessed in my mind. I, I knew it wasn't Jeff Johns. I think he's like the president of some part of dc right now jeff john sounds like the most uninteresting wwe character (laughs) (laughs) like that sounds like jimmy john's cousin (laughs) (laughs) did you guys ever watch that show and it was like called next and they these guys would step off of this bus and get oh yeah yeah i remember that that's what i thought immediately i was like that guy i bet he doesn't like like a certain phrase that's his fun fact i bet (laughs) (laughs) like he doesn't like cheese Right? They never had, like, good, interesting facts. It's like, I didn't like grapes. It's like, what? Can you... Why why are these the least interesting people in the world? Yeah. Like, anybody would have been more interesting as them on that show. Because the most interesting shit about them was pretty fucking mundane. Yeah. But I really like guys that are in shape. Oh, do you now? (laughs) It's like, obviously, you sloot. (laughs) So you have two... You have two so far out of four. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Question five Let's for the win. Break. All right. Which of the following exclamations was not used in the 1966 to 1968 TV show? <laughs> these I love these. I'm gonna try to say these with with as much gusto as I think I can. All right. I just gotta keep exclamations. You mean like blam, wham, like stuff like that? Like those are automatic. Kapow. Like those exclamations or? Uh, like like jumping junipers, Batman. Oh, okay, I gotcha, like, gotcha. That kind of ex- exclamation. I don't even know how to pronounce some of these. This is going to be tough. <laughs> Holy Olio. 
<laughs> holy olio isn't olio isn't that like a like chocolate milk uh, chocolate milk mix i have no idea from like the 70s i believe it with this well no that if it was from the set well 1968 so that might be yeah. maybe um uh, holy hutzpah oh little, uh, <laughs> yiddish in there i think yeah <laughs> holy holly popsicle <laughs> so right. holly olio holy hutzpah holy holly popsicle i apologize for the multiple uh groups that i have offended with my statements with my mispronunciations <laughs> oh i think i'm gonna go with holy holly popsicle final answer final answer god damn it he's correct motherfucker oh, we god almost damn stumped. it we, yeah you almost got me man almost stumped somebody this time morgan well while morgan is while morgan is pouring the drinks i'm actually going to give you uh, ask you two just for fun quiz questions yeah that's fine man which which one of these bad guys never fought Batman? Tigra, Killer Croc, Saz, Z S A S Z, Saz. Yeah, Saz. Or Clayface. Which one never fought Batman? Tigra, Killer Croc, Zaz, or Clayface? Well, they've all fought him before. You sure? Oh yeah, in Justice League, other comics, stuff like that. But I'm okay. gonna say Tigra. Tigra, uh, that is correct. Tigra yeah. is correct. Damn, I'm talking about his, the people in his his uh villain's gallery yeah that's killer croc saz and clayface oh which clayface is probably the saddest one yeah uh, clayface i remember he, he was a that was a really great story overall. yeah his story was pretty good especially in the cartoon saz is too dark to be in cartoons he's, he just, isn't he the guy that killed uh batman's parents no that's um now i'm showing off here that's joe chill i believe that killed batman's parents and saz even- is a guy who i'm sorry um, Saz is a guy who kills people and um, he marks them. Uh, he kills people with knives and he he like, kind of marks them by cutting parts of his like body. Oh, okay. yeah, I gotcha. it's too dark. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say uh, I actually heard that there was a, a Batman comic where it was kind of like an alternative reality where uh, the Joker was actually the person that killed his parents. Yeah, they did that in the movie too. The, the 1989 movie. Oh, that was that was. That yeah, was. yeah, but yeah, it was it was just a nobody gangster named Joe Chill, I believe. Um, and last question. Sure. Um, what was Barbara Gordon's nickname after she got shot by the Joker? Uh, Oracle. You're very good. Fucking God damn it. Damn. You really know your Batman shit. That was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you did a lot of research for the, for the book. Oh no. It's just stuff I, I learned on the way of, uh, loving comics and loving Batman. Well, Morgan cheers and holy holly popsicle <laughs> to the losers. That one was a guess. I... <laughs> Not as smooth as the first shot. Yeah, it never is. Oh. Has there ever been a time where somebody actually had to drink instead of us? Yeah, at the beginning. Not while I was here. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Just every time it's the podcast day, I'm like, well, gonna get lit in the middle of the day. <laughs> time to day drink, I guess. <laughs> you know, speaking of superheroes, I have beef with Superman. How dare he... How dare he have so many superpowers and one little rock brings him down? How dare he? Oh, the kryptonite thing. Yeah. A new thing. Isn't it like he has like a set like five people that terrorize his town or however many people? Why don't they just all team up and like pass this rock around? Yeah, I, th- I think I think too many people know about his weakness. It right? gets kind of annoying. Yeah, somebody definitely CC'd everybody on that email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the fact that, like, Lex Luthor is his biggest enemy, 
some some bald dude with a daddy complex. Like I'm like, come on, man. Right, just a guy. Yeah, he's just, just a, a dude. He's just he's, a dude. How is this guy bothering you? How just is Batman kicking your ass too? This shows you the right, power. How is Batman with zero superpowers kicking your butt? Probably with the Rock, right? That's yeah. the Rock. Yeah. I knew it was the Rock. It just goes to show you that uh, bald people are very strong. <laughs> yeah. Very strong and intelligent. Exactly. I would say even the most intelligent. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can get a squeak off my head here, with uh, maybe with a little bit of wax. Spit shot. Oh, speaking of Superman, you guys, uh, it just news broke just yesterday that uh, Henry Cavell might be out. The guy who was playing Superman. Good. Yeah, he's gonna be out. Well, he's he's a good Superman. We call that jumping ship. Yeah. The he's guy a, that was uh, the the Man of Steel. Yeah, he's a good Superman. It's just he doesn't have much material to work with. Well, yeah, he's a, he's you're right. He's a great Superman. They ha- cannot write Superman for shit. DC live action films suck. Yeah, I'm saying it. Yeah, that's it's uh it's very disappointing because they they want to do the whole Lex Luthor route and the Zod route. I'm like, what about Brainiac? Brainiac was cool. Like, have have a super intelligent, super strong guy face him. But yeah, Henry Cavell's out. Uh, and the top guy now is uh gonna be uh Michael B. Jordan. Might be our first oh, black Superman. Oh yeah, that would yeah. be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I saw an article about that. I didn't read it. I just saw it. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. He's that, a phenomenal he was in actor. the Black Panther. Yes, that yeah, he was Hugh Killmonger. He, he stole the show. I didn't. I didn't watch <laughs> the movie. I'll be honest. Um, he's like he's like crossing party lines. Then yeah, Marvel yeah. to DC. That's not very. Uh, you don't see that a lot. No, no, you for don't. Very definitive contractual reasons usually. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The guy that did the Sprint commercials does Verizon now. Oh yeah, but but you it's know. like that's like his thing now. Excuse me. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question actually about writing. And how you write a book. Because, uh, like I said before, like, writing is incredibly intimidating to me. I'm not good at it, so I'm amazed when people can just sit down and just crank out a fucking novel. Mm-hmm. Even a short story. I can't even pull off a short story. The one time I did kind of try to write a short story or, like, kind of a, a story like that, a fiction, I found that the, one of the biggest challenges was actually sitting down and just getting a game plan and just getting in the zone and fucking and starting that process. Uh, do you do you act do you ever have that kind of a situation? Like, does that affect you at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Like right now, um, Gargoyle took a lot out of me because I, I, I think the last time I was here, I said, you know, I have a new book out on the way and I want to get it out to people, and it took me two extra months than I was planning to get it, you know, written out and you know, uh, published. And so, like, my thing is, I just crank, I just crank a bunch of music, and whatever comes to mind in terms of that story, I write. And then I'll piece it all together later. So, um, so do you just kind of write almost like separate parts and then exactly. kind of amalgamate them later on? Yeah, separate parts. But I always write the beginning first. Like first chapter, I, mean, I knock that out. But if after after the first chapter or after the first few pages, if I can't perfectly write what comes right after, I'll maybe write something that comes two or three chapters later. Or maybe at the end. Until I can come back to what comes... Uh, right after, you know, the uh, the first chapter. So, like, in, in terms of continuity or continuity. I got um, you. So, yeah. you. so you start with the kind of your first chapter, your, your, your setup, yep. and then from there you just write other parts of the story and then kind of fill it in as you go along after you have something, after you have a basis for what you're doing. Exactly, yeah. And then once I have everything together, then that's why I start from the very beginning and work my way down and make sure everything makes sense. Do all your revisions. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so if the main character was like, you know, I'm going to make sure like the main character had like green eyes and he was six foot, 
that better make the that better make sense come page one hundred. He better not be like four <laughs> eleven, <laughs> missing the an eye, and that eye is purple. Like that makes no sense, you know. But so, what if I chopped off his feet and I took an eye? Would it make sense? And then? replaced it yeah. with another eye, that bionic eye. That better, bum, be, bum, bum. That, that better be in page twenty five or fifty, you know. Like, <laughs> just, it's just the whole idea of, you know, writing bits and pieces. You put it together, mm-hmm. and then you kind of like make sure everything makes sense, line by line, sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph. Gotcha. After yeah. you have the whole kind of the rough draft built it, out. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have any strategies to refine those early stages of writing? Because I feel like that's the toughest part. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing that right now for my first book, and um, or my, my next book. Sorry, my next book, which I hope to start writing um the first week of October. Um, it's a thing that my eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Satino, who really got me into writing. Uh, taught us and you know like, you guys remember those webs when you're we have to write yes. five paragraphs oh yeah i use i, I honestly i use uh the webs so i i on one point i'll put the characters that i want and you know you branch out of that the setting the conflict the resolution um and any like any underlying meanings or you know some uh, core concepts of the story that i want i'll put that you know that has its own web as well and then after that i will try to go uh chapter by chapter of what I want in each chapter. And then, I'm sorry, before that, the chapter by chapter, I'll try to write a synopsis of a story. You know, like the what you would see at the at the final product of a book on the back. I try to write that. Um, Do you write that? Yeah, I try okay. to write that. I write that for both. I wrote that for both of my books. I try to, that's the second thing I write after those webs. So I, so I always have that uh, posted up either like on my wall or like on the side of my uh, laptop, so I know exactly what I'm writing about. Like your core tenants, you're like, it has to fit this. This story has to fit that that. little synopsis. Exactly, yeah. Then after that, I try to do a chapter outline, and then after the chapter outline, that's when I start the writing. Okay, that's great. Yeah. And so you you find by having that structure, it really helps kind of conquer that anxiety of sitting down and just breaking it out. Yeah, it really really helps getting through that that wall of, uh, you know, like where do I start? Where do I go from here? You know, so it really helps out in that sense. So, um, I was wondering, how do you pick the names for your characters? Because I know that J.K. Rowling, for all of her, like, in the first book, I'm sure for the rest of the books, she used to work in um, a cafe, and she would write down very interesting names that she would come across, like Bellatrix, shit like that. Yeah. Do you have? How do you come up with those names? For my first book, Chaos Company. What I did was I, I kind of just took a baby site, like, you know, like you know, name your kid.com. <laughs> I did that, and I was like, okay, anything in, like, the, the top 25 percentile, I'm not using because I don't want, you know, a bunch of Johns or a bunch of Chris's. There's way too many Chris's in the world. Yeah, get those um, out of here. Flush yeah. those down the toilet. You're like or the Michaels. Yeah, stuff like know. that. That stuff I don't want. Um, so I, I, I go, you know, I, I scroll a few pages down and those, those are the names I start looking for names that are unique and fun, but, um, also memorable for your main characters. You want like strong names. So, um, or strong and meaningful names. So like the main character of my new book, Gargoyle is, uh, Elijah. And I really like that name is like really biblical name, not used much. Um, I don't know. Have you ever met Elijah Wood? I've never met Elijah Wood. But, um, Me either, but it would be pretty cool, right? That'd be yeah, cool. It seems, it seems pretty cool, yeah. But that's the only yeah. other Elijah I know. Hello, but still a nice, is. strong name, unique name. In the book, his bigger brother, I wanted the bigger brother to have an even stronger name. Mm-hmm. Something that sounds big brother-like, which is like Victor. I think Victor, Victor sounds is strong. Yeah, Very strong. stronger than you know Elijah. Uh, 
Elijah's best friend. I wanted them to have a nickname. Usually your best friend kind of has a nickname. So um, this is the one time I, I went outside the rule and I was like, okay, I'm going to name this guy uh, Michael. No. But his nickname is going to be Mickey. So, hey, Mickey. Yeah. My boss's name is Mickey. Yeah? Yeah. You ever go, ho, ho. When he comes around? No, he's a very terrifying man. Oh, I would never. No. Yeah. He has like, <laughs> I, I'll tell you because I don't feel like he's ever going to listen to this. He has like a grand total of like five teeth in his head. Mm. I mean, he runs an entire company. I know he's not hurting for cash. Excuse me. Can you please put the rest of the teeth back? Oh, yeah. And it's not like the back teeth. He, It's all the front teeth they're missing. Like except for like three. How do you enjoy food? I don't know how he does. You better how do you be a eat fan food? of soup. Fuck enjoying it. How do you eat it? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like, hey man, want to go for a steak dinner? And he has to be like, we're going to be there a while. Yeah. He has to bring his wife to chew it up for him and it regurgitated uh, in his mouth like a bird. He brings a grinder everywhere. Like a food grinder <laughs> yeah, everywhere just so he can turn everything into a mush. Man, I must be like a pothead because I was like, man, you can't put food in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I wanted to clarify. <laughs> That's interesting that you mentioned about the names because sometimes I watch things and like the names are so like formed and so calculated that you're like, that would never be somebody's name. And it's like so uh, custom made for that character that's almost unbelievable and it can sometimes take me out of it. Like, so, you mean Bellatrix? Lestrange? That's a really one. That's the one in her books that I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. That's a person's name? Like no, ones it's that are- not. Yeah, ones that are too on the nose bug me. Yeah, um, I, I don't like the ones that like have meanings for like the story or meaning for like the character itself. Right, like you know? your parents just know what kind of person you're gonna be when yeah, they name exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. Like my name's Tyler. I sell ties. Like no, I'm not <laughs> doing that, man. That's so dumb. I the only time I'd ever seen it done well was in the anime The Devil Is a Part Timer. Oh my god. Okay. With uh, it was a character named Amelia the Hero. <laughs> <laughs> really super on the nose but that was just her name it, that was the only time that they they made it work yeah uh that amelia the heel <laughs> amelia the hero and uh tyler the creator that's it well that one's really <laughs> awesome though i love tyler the creator i name. don't know anything about his music but i i root for him just because i know what his name is and it's awesome that's yeah, a really good it's name. pretty rad it's a really good name he just he got cre- flamed by eminem a little bit but I'm oh kind of yeah he lit him up um I- I don't want to go onto an Eminem like rant right now because I love the guy. I was going to say whole, we could. This whole podcast could be about him if yeah. I was here. Like, we could save it for later. Yeah, but um, check out check out the interview with Eminem. He'll, he'll he says why he said something about oh, it. Oh, that's awesome! It's a really good interview. Glad he explained it a little. Yeah. I, I loved in his new diss track. He just went um. At the end, he's like, uh, at the end, he says, uh, "Just kidding, Diddy. You know I love you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't want to start beef with Diddy. <laughs> JK Raffle. <laughs> You mentioned a little bit about uh, a teacher that, that got you in the writing. Uh, how'd that happen? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Mrs. Satino, um, my eighth grade English teacher. Mrs. Had, Sativa. Satino. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, did you say Sativa? <laughs> <laughs> no, you okay. know where our mind is. Yeah. So, Mrs. Satino in the eighth grade, um, every month she made us write our own short stories. I remember a few of them I wrote were like things I love, like martial arts, paintball, laser tag uh just hanging out with your friends stuff like that you were a, I did, a unique child i did you? a i did a very i did How a very did dark one once about some cowboy who lost his like fiance and then found out that like the the fiance didn't uh die she just didn't love him oh it was man. i was like man i should be writing this in eighth grade uh right? she faked her death what happened to you yeah, it was a little, it was a little dark <laughs> I um, give you a hug. 
But um, yeah, every month she made us write our own stories. I really enjoyed the class because it was it was kind of like you know you take you you have nothing except your imagination. Yeah, she she gave you that nothing but your imagination. You have to make like something out of nothing. And um, while a lot of students had pressure with that, like how do I make a story and stuff like that, I'm going like she's given us complete freedom. Whatever we want to do, as long as it makes sense you know that makes a little amount of sense we're 13 14 years old you can say whatever you want mm-hmm. um to an extent as long as it makes sense you know you, you'll probably get a good grade and so you know that that really that really started my path onto um onto writing i really am thankful for her for that and also um one thing about artistry is that my my closest friends my best friends that i've talked to most of them since middle school some since high school they're all visual artists they're all like they're really good at like you know drawing, graphic design, illustration, uh, architecture, all that stuff. I am not like I suck at stick figures. Like if I drew a stick figure, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck is that? Is that a person? There's no way it's a person. Like it's pretty bad. That's supposed to be a stick figure? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm pretty much at that level. Also, I'm so, not like creatively gifted at all in that sense. Can't I have never been gifted with instruments, drawing. I really tried at writing, but I got to tell you, it just comes out to garbage. I think the reason that I'm any good at like any type of art is just because I just suck at like like practical skills. <laughs> like if it's like a useful skill, I'm terrible at it. If it's useless, I'm on the fucking ball. I got juggling. I got a little bit of art under my sleeves, except for writing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why the reason the people the people that are bad at art are good at useful things. Yeah. Ah, I see. I see. That well, makes I'm really sense for good me. at like trivial pursuit. And board games. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, but I suck in corporate America. <laughs> but I love chess. Chess is fun, too, you know? So, my hero, uh, Stephen King, he wrote that the that a lot of, like, adolescent writers, like, people that are just starting out, they uh, copy what they what they admire. Did you ever go through a phase like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, from uh, when I first did my first... Uh, my first book that I tried to write when I was 16 was just all over the place. It was it was bad. I think my mom still has a copy. Can you give us like a synopsis of kind of what it was about? What was it copying? That one was like kind of like G.I. Joe comics <laughs> and Die Hard. And uh, this the book series I was reading, the Alex Ryder series about this teenage super spy and um i think the main character's name was chris and like all the other side characters were my friends names it was really really bad and like um i would love to read that the idea of uh you ever watched dragon ball z yeah at all okay i had the i had like the the scanner you know the scanner the bad guys have it's over i had the scanner yeah exactly i had the scanner the 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 dbz scanner in it and it was horrible and I look back at it, and I'm like, oh, man, thank God only my mom has a copy. And I need to find that somewhere in the house, somewhere in my burn mom's it. house, and burn it. I would it's... transpose it for free. Oh, my goodness. The only story I ever wrote, like, start to finish, because I have, like, pretty severe ADHD, so I, like, do what you do. I write, like, all over the place and piece it together. Did you ever watch that movie Seven? With Morgan Freeman. No, no. Oh, yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, I, I based it off of, like, it was, like, this story about this detective, and she was being targeted by an ex-boyfriend, and he really wanted to make her pay for breaking up with him. 
and so he like destroyed everybody uh, like a person in her uh, in her life for each sin and at the end she like destroyed her like tortured her to death mm. yeah for like it was like the sin of wrath jeez yeah it was pretty rad but also it was garbage <laughs> <laughs> nobody has a copy of that because it got deleted but that sounds pretty fucking rad, doesn't it? That sounds yeah. kick-ass. Right? Yeah. That, that sounds like, a, like an awesome sequel to 7. Right? <laughs> smart smart you for deleting it. My mom is just like, hey, when are you going to write a sequel to this? Never. Never, woman. <laughs> when I told my uh, my parents about it, they were like, I didn't even tell them that I got the inspiration from the movie 7. My dad was like, did you? What, what's the name of the book? 7? And I was like, man. Can't you just be like, that's really rad, dad? Oh. <laughs> My uh, I one time I wrote a story in like a marble notebook, and I was like really working on it. I thought I was really good at it, and then my mom found it, oh. and she took it upon herself to edit it for me. Oh no! And so when I got it, there was just like red marks all the way through mm. it, and it was like I was like, oh man, you didn't even spell your name right, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had that with my mom. My mom still wants me to put a character with her name What's... in my book. <laughs> And she's like, can you can you make her like you know like Wonder Woman and like you know nothing bad happens to her? I'm like, no, mom. <laughs> the Mary nothing, Sue complex. Yeah, I'm like nothing like that's not interesting enough. But yeah, I, I I that was just for me that was blatant just taking ideas from other uh, artists and people right? I admire. And now it's more like it's more like concept that I borrow. Like one of my favorite storytellers across uh, any storytelling medium, whether it's comics movies tv shows whatever is uh christopher nolan and how he structures stories and so um specifically uh how he structured the dark knight and the dark knight rises mm. and you can see that in both my books i love how he introduces the villain first in his okay. stories um also with that that spy novels that i used to write with alex Ryder. uh I believe the author's name is alan horowitz he does the same thing and he introduces the villains first in the first chapter or, or the first scene you see how horrific and uh, maniacal these people are uh these villains are and so before you even get the page two you're like good god who is going to stop this type of person dude I how do you stop this type of person and so that's a concept that i that i have strongly borrowed i'm glad that you mentioned that because i love a story where i fucking hate the villain right at the beginning and then right when the end of the series happens, they die or something bad happens to them. And you get, like, such a reward for, like, following it through. Yeah. It's my personal favorite story. Now that you mention it, I'm reading a story, like, just like that. Yeah. Have you, uh, the Mr. Mercedes series. I, I am. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. With uh, the Stephen King's novel, right? Uh-huh. He I'm was like... on a roll all last year following up to this year in terms of just getting his work out there. Um, He goes through like these phases where he'll write like a whole bunch. He writes six pages a day without exception when he's on a roll. But when he's and when he's off, he's off. Mm-hmm. He can go like a couple of years without putting out a book. But when he's putting out books, he's putting out books, baby. Yeah. Right now, his new book's called Levitation. Um, It's coming out soon in like uh, in the next couple of months. But... The Mr. Mercedes, it, it opens up with the hero, but then it, uh, the very next chapter is like starts off with the with the villain. And you hate, I hate him already. He's like weird and incestual. Spoiler alert. With uh, his mom, it's weird. But it, you do hate him. It's pretty bad. rad. Yeah. 
I, I, I like um, villains like that. Villains like not incestual villains. Oh, I like villains man. that get personal. I, I, love, I love it when villains fuck their mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he never said he fucks his mom. Just gets a handy from her. So, Come on. So, so Chris, you're that. the one watching all that weird porn that I keep. That's why that keeps up coming up. Yeah, I thought I deleted it, but that's not. <laughs> that's not how it but, works, unfortunately. But yeah, I love villains like that. I love villains that get personal with you. Um, villains that get very familiar. With you know whoever they're whoever they're opposed against, I think that's that's a lot of fun. Because if you're just bad just to be bad, you already lost my attention. Yeah, villains need to be just as thought through as the hero. Because if yeah. a villain is can only a hero can only be as good as his greatest adversary. Yeah, and I think uh, I watched a, a really cool like video documentary or video uh, series about uh, about good villains, and it was kind of saying how like kind of classic Disney characters like Scar from The Lion King Aww. are they're it's great movies, but the villains are very one-sided. Yeah. Scar is evil kind of just because. Oh, I thought it was because uh, Mommy loved Mufasa more. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's like there's not too much development there. He's like, Mommy loved you more, and I just kind of want to rule. Yeah, he wants to be king, but you also have that conflict of um, he's killing he's, well, he's killing and trying to kill off family members to get what he wants. And that yeah. that's what I find interesting of him mm-hmm. as opposed to like another Disney character like Ursula. Ursula's just a bitch. Yeah, she is. <laughs> like, like, she's not that much fun to um to watch on screen or just to see her story. Mm-hmm. But then compare that with like a Pixar film, like the original Toy Story, where the antagonist was actually Woody because he, it was he, he didn't want things to change. Yeah, Whereas, yeah, yeah. You know, you had that kid who was a brat. You know, uh, whatever the fuck his name, one that experimented with his toys and he made them look into, like little monsters. Yeah. But like that, he was really just a kid. That's Whereas the real antagonist that. was Woody in the, in the whole story. Yeah, yeah, and that, like, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and so I, I think about that as like it, you can kind of tell how good a story is going to be by how, how as to the the depth of the antagonist. Yeah, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure that kid's name is Shane. I don't remember now. Oh my yeah. god, this is like, like it's going to bother me now. You I, said that, and I was like, "Good fucking lord!" You know, I'm going to have to Google I, that I, immediately. I know I used to know his name, you know? right? Oh man, I can't think of his name now. As we Google it, okay. Let's take let's take guesses. What do we think his name is? Shane. Shane, Chris, what do you think? Oh man, I'm gonna go with uh Dwight. Man, that's a fucked let's go up with, let's name. Go with Dwight. Okay, before I look, I'm gonna say I don't know. I'm gonna say Kevin. Alright. Man, Kevin Kevin's a pretty bad name. Are you ready? Yeah. We're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Sid. Sid. Oh okay. man. I uh. knew that like maybe two years ago. <laughs> For sure I did. We're bad nineties kids. We can't complain online anymore now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Can't talk about pogs anymore. What? They were talk- they're called pogs, right? Pogs? Oh what? fuck. Uh, it sounds familiar. I feel like Chris might be too old, but I might be too young for pogs. Ah. I, I actually, to be honest, uh, I. I never actually experienced Pogs. I just know that was a 90s thing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Pogs. I just wanted to be cool. <laughs> where, where are they now? I'm I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, you know I what I had? Them. I had a pocket Pog. Wait, are those a, the mechanical dogs? Pogs? <gasps> I had one of those. I had one of those. Is that a Pog? I had one. Uh, okay, here we go. Just quickly on Wikipedia. Uh, pogs, uh, uh, generically called milk caps, is a game that was popular among children during the mid-1990s. So there were little caps. Uh, it was there was like a game that you played with them. Oh, okay, okay. But it was it was a big '90s thing, so I don't know. I thought somebody here might nope. know about it. Nope, not me. All right, you well, missed the demographic. Yeah, I was in the Nickelodeon cartoons and Pokemon. Who was your What was your favorite Pokemon. Nickelodeon cartoon? Oh, Rugrats. Rugrats. Was Easy. Good. Everybody loves Rugrats. Rugrats Easy. was great. Which one you guys should research after this? Uh, 
Can't make me. What ruined Nickelodeon? Apparently, a lot it? of people blame it on SpongeBob. Really? Yeah. But it's I... a really good article. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't like SpongeBob as a child, but looking back at it now, watching it as like an adult, like I've watched like a couple of episodes, and I still like remember the ones from when I was a kid. That's just fucking hilarious now. Oh yeah, that was an adult show. Just, oh yeah, definitely. That was the first Adventure Time. Yes, it absolutely. It was a show that was yeah. branded for kids, but actually was kind of more for adults. Had more adult humor in it than yeah. people gave it credit for. I, I need to catch up on Adventure Time. I want to watch all of it now. Oh, which just finished. It's all. It's all gone. Yeah, it's just oh, done. It's completely done. Okay. Yeah, I think September third was their last episode. Okay. Recording so it's a perfect September time to 15th. catch up. Yeah. All right. You know what my favorite cartoon as a kid was? It was Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie is good. I used to date this guy, and he has a tattoo of a boat on his back. And every time I see him now, I think, got a boat on my back. <laughs> Ed, when they uh, connected the acne on his back, it made a boat. <laughs> <laughs> they, connect the d- <laughs> they connected the dots on the acne on his back. I, I, I loved Ed and Eddie. It was also my favorite show as a kid. It was rad, wasn't it? And it was really good. It was great because it was kind of that same thing where there's a lot of adult humor in it. Or like there's shit that's like so over the top that you could watch the show multiple times and you're catching new little things every time. Yeah. I actually had a cactus named Jim. Ha <laughs> ha Nice. Yes, just kind of as, as an homage to that. You know what I realized as an adult? The Kanker Sisters. The canker sores. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that as a kid, obviously. But now, like, maybe, like, two years ago, I was like, canker. <gasps> it's because we never had canker sores as a kid. Our <laughs> body could handle all the sugar, so it didn't line the inside of our teeth yet. Yeah. I remember I'm watching it, but I think, like, four years ago, just watching them trying to, like, you know, uh, Eddie was the hustler. He wanted to make the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Double D was the genius, but he wasn't brave enough, or he didn't have the ambition to be successful, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Double D. Yeah, was yeah. a smart one. It wasn't ambitious, and then you just had straight up Ed, yeah. who just just fucked it all up. <laughs> he, <laughs> was, he was the muscle of the operation. You remember that time he, he the ate muscle, the yeah. stairs? The what? He ate the stairs, <laughs> ate the stairs? To, to his basement room. Oh I remember his parents grounding him, so they took away the stairs. I thought that he ate them. He's yeah. like, my parents took the stairs because I'm grounded. Yeah, he I was... like what I said, frankly. That would have made a more interesting episode. I'm sure he has, actually. He there was has... on some, like, godlike abilities. <laughs> he could get hit by a car, and he'll keep walking. He could walk through your house. He could pull out your, like, electromagnetic outline. I'm like, Ed, what the fuck are you doing right now with your life, dude? Yeah, he was you're, just you're he was too, a wild card. You're too powerful. <laughs> Probably just being stoned all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of when you think about it, the writing of that show was genius. Oh like, yeah, of all the different like crazy concepts that they put through, I imagine that writers' room was just a madhouse. Though, as far as writer like like writing things go, how do you deal with writer's block? Um, what I used to do was um, work on when I, when I, when it comes to like st- story writing for myself, like when it came to Gargoyle, when I had a writer's block, which is a huge writer's block, I would work on another story, um, which. I'm hoping to have out soon. We'll see. But I'm out working on another story. You're plugging this Stop. third book, man. Yeah. We're, we're trying yeah. to get you to talk about What's your new book. What's the third book? book? Oh, well, not. I'm here What's for the it fir- called? I'm here for the first two. But <laughs> I, would, I, would work on, I would work on other things, other, <laughs> other books. And um, then I would come <gasps> back to the story for Gargoyle. And if when that didn't work, I found like trying new things, like new experiences, like new personal life experiences. He's talking about LSD. Really... Um, really helps. I was talking about orgies, not LSD. Oh, um, both good yeah. options. Hey, both both sound awesome. So, um, 
An LSD you... or uh, fueled orgy. That sounds uh, like a lot. Hey, that's a lot. <laughs> You'd have two new books. That's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, just trying trying new things or trying fucking things in your life differently <laughs> really helps out as well. So like everyone has a like a nine to five, so to speak. You go to work, you go home. Um, one thing to you know get the brain you know uh, thinking another way, just take another way home. Oh, just, just like little way things. Of doing things. Yeah, just the little things. I love As, And at times, big things. Like um, me and my friends went on a road trip to um, to Vermont, Killington, Vermont, uh, <laughs> during Memorial Day weekend, which um, first time in Vermont, first time to see how these people uh, live and interact. It was actually, I think it's like the lowest crime in the country. Wow. Excuse me. Yeah, and just, you know, how they, how they speak and how they, you know, the things they do on a day-to-day basis. Um, or a huge fucking cover up by the cops. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Would you know it that they have almost absolutely no gun laws there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually in a bank getting uh money out, and it was weird to just see people that aren't cops with guns in the bank. And in my head, I'm thinking this is when a heist happens. You're allowed and to. No, open- it doesn't. Like they just hang out with their guns. You're allowed to open con- carry. Uh, open. Open carry. Yep. Which you would think would mean alcohol, but it means guns. If you were to be in a heist, oh. what would your code name be? Oh, man. Can I go second? Can she go first? Oh, yeah, Morgan. If oh, you were in a heist, what would you Can David go first? He thought of the question. He must have thought that of the answer. That is true. They got to call me the nuts. The nuts? <laughs> okay. The first, I'll tell you my first honest answer. I was like, they'd call me the blue moon. The moon. The blue moon. Blue moon. It happens once in a lifetime. Ooh. Nice. I love it. Nice. There you go. Okay, we're part of a heist. What, Chris? You got to be part of the team. Uh, you call me Smoke. I want to be Smoke. You want to be Smoke? Yeah, I don't smoke for shit, but like, it just sounds cool. Now, okay, I... we we have a heist. Yeah. Uh, what is your like? What is your specialty in the heist? My specialty? I want to control the crowd. I want to be that Ooh. guy that says, you know, don't no one be a hero. Just <laughs> oh, <laughs> that guy. I want to be that guy. You know. Just keep your head down. Don't look at me. Like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> oh, the, the crowd control guy. The That's crowd control guy. Everyone yeah. needs it. I would love to be, like, some type of, like, I have to wear a disguise at some point. Like, I have to be the janitor. <laughs> like, I'd lo- any type thing that involves showmanship. Oh, you want to be the infiltrator? Yeah. The okay. Infiltrator. Or, okay. if there's a second option, second option uh, I'm taking second string, and I want to be the dude that, that paraglides in. <laughs> Yo, nice. that sounds awesome. I just want to get the money out of the safe. I just want to be that person. So you're gonna be the safe cracker, or you're gonna be the person getting. I want to be. I want to have like the the little um the things that nurses use. St- I want to use the stethoscope, open the the safe, get all the money out, and I'm the one that goes. We're clear, and then we all leave. Gotcha. <laughs> That'd be cool. We you want to be the safe cracker. We have the we have the perfect team. This is perfect. right here. Dun, dun, dun. Let's rob a bank. Let's not. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's rob a Wawa first. Oh And man. then a bank. Okay. That, I think that's the title of this episode. The gang plans a heist. Yeah. <laughs> the gang plans a heist. I like that one. Write that down. <laughs> so I, but the reason I brought up the question initially about writer's block mm-hmm. is I recently learned about a group of poets slash mathematicians, and I, I hope I get this name wrong, called the Alupo Group. Have you heard of these people? <laughs> the, the Alupo, Alupo Group? Yeah, the Alupo. No. Sounds like they should have lupus. They're French, so they probably do. Knew it. <laughs> And it's a group of what they do is like it's these kind of these uh, abstract uh, poets and mathematicians. And what they do is is they just it's essentially it's like a cure for writer's block okay. where the one like they'll take an ex- one of their kind of famous kind of things that they do. They go uh, they see Circus a, Delay. Yeah, exactly. And if they can make sense of it, fuck it, go for it. <laughs> so it's like they take an already existing poem and they take every noun 
or every like meaningful noun and they find it in the dictionary and then they move seven spaces up or down to the next noun and they just replace wow. it with that word and it oh, just makes oh. a totally new crazy poem that sounds and, pretty rad and and they kind of think of these weird it almost turns like turns it into like a puzzle mm-hmm. uh, i heard about these people from the illusionist podcast illusionist so illusionist with an a uh, and that was talking about it, and it seemed like a really cool thing. So if you have not heard about them, I highly recommend looking up the Alupo. The Alupo, yeah. Can you please send that to me? That sounds very, very interesting. Because it just gets your brain to think in different ways and kind of takes the stress off of making art to now you're just solving a puzzle. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but I, I will say, you know, with, with my technique of just, you know, trying new things, new pathways to get the brain going. Yeah. Which yeah. I also love. I think that's a great way to yeah. do it. Um, you always have to keep why you're doing that in mind. So don't, don't, don't go, all right, you know, I've never smoked weed before. I never did shrooms. Let's do that shit. And then forget about the thing or the project you were working on. <laughs> Got to keep focused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always have to have a, a sort of focus. Um, but, you know, try new things, you know, um, go outside the box a little bit, but always keep your goals in mind. Keep the box with we're you. We're circling exactly. back, to, uh, back around to that gay thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for real, what is it like? Living with Ryan K. Ryan K. Uh, he's been on the podcast a few before. times. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I wanted to say something at the very beginning when you guys called me out on Smash Bros. a few episodes ago. <laughs> when you guys were like, "Fuck Chris, we don't like playing with him." I'm like, "What? You're very difficult to play with." <laughs> I will defend that answer with you right here. You're very difficult to play with because you're so fucking good. I always try with different characters too, and like I remember just hearing him saying this, like, "You know what? Fuck that guy." I'm like, "What, dude?" Like. You're too good I'll, at Smash. I'll play with what's his name, Captain Alomar. If you want me to, I don't. I don't care. It just, doesn't matter because you're just too good. Oh. And you and the problem is, here's the thing. I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, you go for the fucking jugular the second you get in the game. Yeah. Like, you play to win. You don't. Oh play yeah. To- oh, I definitely play to win. But you know, win or lose, it's games? fun. I mean, you play to have fun. You're right. The one time with Kirby, it was really fun. She's played one time in with Kirby. Yeah. Kirby's a good beginner <laughs> character. I've never seen. He's good. I've never seen somebody have so much fun playing Smash Brothers and absolutely just get destroyed. It was... <laughs> I was alive for a grand total of like seven minutes and then I floated down. I was like, all right, I'm done jumping. Let's just float down to where everybody else is. And then I like be downed, I guess. I made myself a brick a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I hit like people like probably like, I'll say six times. And then I died. Somebody hit me off the map, and I was like, man, this floating shit doesn't do shit. <laughs> but it was, like, the whole time we're playing, like, I'm, like, intense, like, how, like, you generally play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the, you know, it's like the controls are a little wonky, so you got to be careful. I'm, like, real intense, and Morgan is over there laughing her fucking ass off. <laughs> <laughs> he blows up. It's very cute. Like, I have never experienced that level of joy playing this game, and she did it first round. <laughs> oh, man. But um oh to answer your question to live with Ryan oh oh okay. I forgot that was even a question yeah, I think it's because we all know the answer is difficult <laughs> no I mean at certain times like I, I don't like it when I cook and he has to push me out the way to cook my meal love you because he loves cooking no um, he, no we I can't even believe that he, he loves to cook that 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 part does get annoying I've I've told him that but um overall it's it's not bad okay Just, if there was Ryan one thing... learns sorry <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He called you out a little bit on the other podcast. Yeah. So is there, some, is there something that maybe you want to call him out on now that you have the opportunity, now that you have the limelight? Uh, I don't 
I don't have too much to call him out on. Oh, Ryan, you're wanna, getting lucky. This I don't is wanna, what I don't man. Be mean. Ryan, this is what being humble is. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, man, you would think that him saying something in return would be the best thing. You say nothing no. is absolutely not the gonna, best part. It's not the WWE and I call him out. Just like, October 1st, brother. We're going to face <laughs> in Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. Cage match. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't have much bad things to say. I will say, if I'm cooking, let me cook my meal. That, that's pretty He doesn't it. like you cook. He doesn't like, he doesn't like, he doesn't like anyone to cook. Like, he doesn't even, I, honestly, I don't like him cooking. <laughs> I got beef for Ryan. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Ryan. Um, okay, so we've already picked if we were in a heist together. Yeah. Okay, now your character in the in the book Gargoyle, uh, he's a vigilante. So yeah. if you were a vigilante, what would your what would your name be? If I was a vigilante, I think um all the good ones are taken, man. Mm-hmm. They're all all the good ones are taken. Hey, you're the writer. Right? Yeah. Um I used up my good one saying blue moon, mm. man. <laughs> It was the first thing I thought of, too. I was like, man, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to come up with anything better than that. Coincidentally, mine was going to be Yingling. <laughs> <laughs> man, now that you say it's a... Now that you remind me that's a beer, it's not freaking cool. I loved it. It's actually... <laughs> I actually like it more that it's a beer. That way, you get maybe like a little bit of interpersonal... Like, like miscommunication with some, uh, uh, with some citizens that you're robbing. They're like, they call me Blue Moon. And they're like, like the beer? You're like, no, like the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it sets you off a little bit. It sends us down to another story. This is perfect. This is a writer's room now. Yeah. Dun, dun. Um, man. What about, would you have like a signature weapon that you might like to use? A signature weapon? Oh, can I go first? Totally. I want to use a whip. A whip? A whip. That'd be kind of <laughs> cool. It'd be awesome. I could hit you from like way over here. It does you gonna? And it's like dragon. lightning fast. It would hurt you bad. Ooh, maybe it could be like maybe it could be a lightning whip. Or electric. That whip. would be yeah. rad. I was like, why? Because it's awesome. <laughs> I was like, why would he say that for me? Huh? I don't know. Because you're an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you th- would you have like a signature weapon you might use? Signature weapon. Um. I would probably, I'd probably stick with just a basic, like, taser. A taser? I think a straight-up taser. So you wouldn't, like, kill anybody. You would just piss them off. Yeah. You would yeah. just incapacitate them temporarily. What if they were super big? They could just be like, wow, you just tase me. And then oh, just no, pop t- you right in the face and kill you. What if you have to you? face Morgan, who is invulnerable to electricity? Exactly. Oh, that's my th- Oh, that's man, you're right. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go straight up, uh... I think bombs, but like, you know, like the, the ones with the wick, you know, the, oh, the, the, the classic bombs. That'd be cool. Just straight up. Yeah. I would, I would, I would dress up, call myself the clown and just throw bombs. That's, It'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty sweet. It makes me think of the time you were telling me about Spawn, the, the, the rapist clown. Oh yeah. Clown what? from, uh, from Spawn. Have you ever read the Spawn comics? Yeah. yeah. My favorite, my favorite series. Remember uh, his antagonist is one of them is, uh, the clown. Or, yeah. or I'm sorry, just clown. What is his What is his name? It's, it's like a long one. So you, he, you have Mephisto, and then you have the other guy, his lieutenant. So uh, you, I forget his name. For clown, he turns into like that crazy monster thing. Yeah, the Violator. That's what it was. Yeah, yes. it is. And our, my favorite thing there was an animated series that was made for him. And my favorite thing is just for that, him. Uh, yeah, the Spawn animated series. Oh, okay, Spawn. Okay, got you, got you. Yeah. And uh, and it, my my favorite scenes with him because Spawn is my favorite comic book hero. Yeah. Um, and 
the violator like throws spawn like through a wall because he's like not doing what he wants him to do and he just throws him through the wall and he just whispers get with the fucking program <laughs> i ever since you told me that i think that often yeah he's that like, is awesome and he's like he's like come on dude you took the deal we gotta do this. You're really making this hard for me right now. Like, he is... Spawn is, I think, the embodiment of middle management. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think that, like, whenever my work gives me, like, a really hard time, whenever they, like, yell at me, I'm like, I feel... I think about that time that you told me about that. Get with the fucking program. We'll, I'll have to find the episode. Maybe we'll watch it, because they're pretty short episodes. It'd be kind of fun. It would be pretty rad. Those are the ones from the 90s, right? Yeah, 90s. That HBO, like, did. Yeah, I've and watched those. And I'm super into the artwork. It's super awesome. Oh, it's so good. Cool. The, the artwork was beyond its time. It's really Right? Good. Yeah. I need to rewatch that now. I need to find that. It part. makes me think of Batman a little bit. The mm-hmm. artwork. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane was known for his for his artwork. So that's like the big fucking push for him. I love is, it. Is Seth MacFarlane the guy that does Family Guy? Oh my God! Is it Seth MacFarlane? Oh my God! No, it's something else. MacFarlane. It's something MacFarlane. Oh yeah. my God! Todd. Todd MacFarlane. Todd MacFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, oh my God, what? Oh, I just the same myself. guy that does <laughs> Family Guy does that. So we. Do oh have- my God! Real quick. I was in the grocery store the other day and I saw this chocolate ice cream and it really made, it really tickled me. It was called Forbidden Chocolate. And I turned to the person I was with and I was like, when your dad's a racist, but you can't get enough of the black dick. (laughs) 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 Oh man. I have that written down in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it. And in the store, I said it. I thought I was the funniest fucking person ever. Oh, God, it's funny. So uh, just to kind of, we have to kind of wrap things up. Here. So I have, I have a few questions that I wasn't <laughs> able to kind of segue into anything. So I'm just going to kind of ride them right off. Okay? All right, that's fun. I'm just going to kind of rapid fire some of these questions off. Okay. All right. Which one of these guilty pleasures would most likely contribute to your creative process? I got a list here. Just tell me how you feel about them. Okay. Drinking. Smoking tobacco. Smoking other stuff. Recreational drugs, pornography, sucking dicks, women's volleyball, which is basically pornography, yeah. giving little children the finger while their parents aren't looking. What would All be right. Your choice? So I would go um, number one, giving kids a little finger while parents aren't looking. My, uh, my my books are very like intense, also at times funny, also at times like action packed stuff, and uh, a little bit of dark humor, and I I like dark humor. So I, th- I think, you know, giving a kid a finger and then them just going, Mom, he gave me the finger. They're not going to believe the kid. They're going to believe the grown-ass man. And it doesn't like, matter because you're gone anyway. Yeah, you're you're, you're rolling down the cart. You're um, in a different aisle now. Then just after like, that, I would it. say uh, drinking. You know, just, have, just having a nice drink, listening to some music and writing. And then smoking at the end. Smoking it's, what? Uh, smoking black and milds. Okay, gotcha. Because yeah. you, don't, you don't do any illegal drugs. No, 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 no. Not Just anymore. the legal ones. The, Not anymore. Last time I smoked was a few years ago when Snoop Dogg was on stage at Firefly. And I was like, it's not That's any- fair enough. Yeah. You got it. You got get- That's in respect. You got to hit the blunt. Not getting any better than that. So. Totally. <laughs> okay, another question I have for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the worst fetish to bring up on a first date? <laughs> worst fetish to bring up on a first date? Um, You don't necessarily have to have this fetish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. the worst one. Just to clarify. I would say... Feet stuff. Man, okay. you did and not say what I thought. But what why, why do you say feet stuff? Foot stuff? Feet stuff? What? How, why do you say foot stuff? I think even for people that are into feet, that feet are gross. 
Like, okay, you think that's like, whoa, buddy, that second date. It's like that's so good. Yeah, at least, yeah, you know, at, at least, at least, wait for the for the food to come out. What do you think? Uh-huh. What were you thought was insane? Uh, scat. Scat. That's pretty bad too, actually. I think scat's the worst because it's the most recognizable that nobody likes. And it's also there's no redeeming quality of it. Yeah. It smells bad. It looks bad. Yeah. It is bad. It's a mess. Also, also you got to clean up afterwards. I'm glad you brought that up. That's you gotta like have polyester down. <laughs> this is this is a weird growing thing like ancestral role play. Yeah, that that would be the like worst your characters. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be like my characters. That but would be the worst one. Is that anybody's play. like? fantasy though it's gotta be somebody makes it therefore it's for somebody right yeah like there's a lot it's kind of weird ah it's probably very popular because of the game of thrones okay next question uh what color do you think your own asshole is um (laughs) damn (laughs) is it cheating if i already know what color it is but i think it's funny because a lot of guys like you're never looking you have no idea what color i mean the way that i don't know i just had a conversation and i was like and just so you know, yes, we were just as drunk as we are now when writing these questions as we're asking them. If not, I wasn't even here for this last one. But yes, I, you were. Was I? Man, yes. I was way drunker than him. <laughs> man, with my diet, I eat a lot of wings. So I'm going to go with a, a very bright brownish red. Brownish red. Yeah. Bright brownish red. Like a, like, a, like a rose red. Like a pulsating light of red. Oh, I see. Yeah. Love it, love it. Uh, well, Chris, just to end out the podcast, we're going to end out the podcast the same way we end out every single podcast. We're going to play a little bit of a word association game. You so might be familiar fun. with this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So the way the game works for anybody that doesn't know at home is I'm going to say a word, and then you, Art Chris, are going to think of the first word that comes to your mind in relation to my word, and uh-huh. then Morgan is going to think of the first word that comes to her mind based off of your word, and then we're going to go in a circle, or in this case, a triangle. I'm going to start first, and then when we fuck up, you will go second. And then when you fu- when we fuck up, uh, Morgan will go, will ring us out for last. Our- but, you, but you heard. It'll be you. Wait, so can you, can you say who's going first? I'm going to go first, and then after we, after, after we lose, that's After good. the loss. Gotcha. After okay. the loss. So after, and I want to say the way that you lose the game is if you take too long to think of a word or if you repeat a word. We've been a little liberal with terms, so if you can't think of a word, a term is kind of accepted, but, you know, we, we're kind of the... Keep the it to words, buddy. Yeah. Right. You're an author. I feel like we can trust you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'd like to mention here that it looks like Morgan has finished her two beers. Chris is just about done Almost his there. second beer, and I am only halfway through my second beer, so I'm the most sober, uh, but I do not feel like the most sober. <laughs> so, I will start. Chalupa. Taco. Mexican. Spice. Ah, damn it. Ah, I was going to say Baja Blast, but I fucked up. Oh, man. All right. Good, good try. And you you can start us off. All right. Oh, take a drink. Cartoon. Batman. Animation. Pokemon. Robin. Hero. Villain. Joker. Sidekick. Commissioner Gordon. Barbara. Shot. Superman. Kryptonite. Hurt. Uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Lasso. Binding. Invisible Jet. <laughs> That's not a goddamn word! <laughs> You're right. It's two words. I ah, fucked up. Damn it. 
All right, all right, I all like- right. And Chris, I like how you're taking the initiative and turning this into a drinking game, even though we didn't say it. <laughs> I like that it is one. It I'm <laughs> upset that I don't have any more. Oh, don't worry. We're going to keep drinking after this. We got Oh, more. <laughs> man. So Chris is uh, drinking every time he loses. So yeah. I'll tell you what. Bonus points to you. Thank you. Morgan, if you'd like to start us off. Oh, man. I'm going to go with um, uh, Christopher Walken. Accent. Cowbell. Will Ferrell. Comedy. SNL. Hannibal Burris. Question marks. Stand up. The Riddler. Joker. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> ah, three for <laughs> three. three. God damn. Well, it, we've clearly shown that you are more powerful in front of a computer or with... Uh, in front of a piece of paper than you are with a mic in front of you. <laughs> but I will tell you, Chris, you put it through and you really showed up and you and you did great. So, Chris, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me again, man. Uh, miss being here. Miss you guys. Um, one last plug. Please check out Chaos Company mm-hmm. and my newest book, Gargoyle, uh, out on Amazon. Um, you can find them by typing in my name, my full name, Christopher Slayton. And they're both free to download. Completely free. But uh, please check them out, guys. Absolutely. And thank we'll you make, for having me. And we'll make sure to link them in, in the comments down below in the description to make sure that we people have easy access to your book. Awesome. So thank you very much for listening to the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast. And remember, stay woke and wear a condom. Thank you. Or not. Apparently we have 16-year-olds listening. So. <laughs> wear a condom. You're right, you're right, you're please right. wear a condom. Don't <laughs> drink. Definitely make sure she's on birth control. Listen Bye. to your dad. That's what they all say. I'm on birth control. No, you're not. Geekscape Network.